Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I do invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read there anytime, Quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. I also invite you while you're there, click on the link to get to my other podcast. It's called Around the World in 80s Movies, covering, of course, films of the 1980s. Check that out at my website, Quipster.net. Today, I'm going to be looking at a film that's currently playing on Netflix, pretty much made for that platform. It's called Always Be My Maybe. It's a film that stars Randall Park and Ali Wong, a PG-13 rated film that does have sexual content, drug use, and drug references and language. The runtime is an hour and 41 minutes. James Saito, Michelle Buteau, Vivian Bang, Keanu Reeves, yes, in a small role here in the film, Daniel Day Kim, and others are in the film. The director is Nanachka Khan, and the screenplay credited to Michael Golomko, Randall Park, and Ali Wong. Now, Nanachka Khan here, a first-time feature director, scoring very nicely in her featured directorial duty debut. She's known in the industry because she's made a few notable production efforts on television, including the hit Fresh Off the Boat for ABC. Now she gets a chance to get in the director's chair for Always Be My Maybe, and that title is a play off of that Mariah Carey hit called Always Be My Baby. Of course, it appears in the end credits of the film. Khan here is reuniting with one of the stars of her TV show, Fresh Off the Boat, Randall Park. The movie's debuting on Netflix. It does play more like a laid-back version of a movie that's currently out in theaters, and one I reviewed a few episodes ago called Long Shot. This one has less emphasis on the raunchy humor of Long Shot and more of an eye toward uh, a blend of rom-com with sitcom fare. Both films, Always Be My Maybe and Long Shot, feature successful women who've soared to the top of their professions and end up becoming major recognized figures around the country. However, they find themselves attracted to ordinary guys who never grew up from their old days as teenagers and with whom they still find an irresistible connection because they are people who understand where they came from in this world that only knows them for their public personas. Now, the main premise of Always Be My Maybe is that Two childhood friends, Sasha Tron, played by Ali Wong, and Marcus Kim, played by Randall Park. As teenagers, they end up consummating their time growing up together as Asian American teens in San Francisco. They end up having their first sexual experience together in the back of his car, and then they find that their friendship has become pretty awkward. After going beyond their friend zone, soon these besties drift apart. They lose connection as they progress throughout adulthood, with Sasha hitting the big time by becoming one of the most successful celebrity chefs based in Los Angeles. Meanwhile, Marcus is working by day in his father's small-scale HVAC company, and at night performing at the same dive bar frequently with the hip-hop group that he's been in since he was a teenager. The hip-hop group in this movie is dubbed Hello Peril. That's kind of a playoff of Yellow Peril, which is this old historical term that stems from the fear of East Asians taking over the West. Kind of a punny in-joke there. Sasha ends up going to the opening of one of her new posh restaurants that is going to be based in San Francisco, and then she ends up getting reacquainted with her old friend Marcus and finds him exactly in the same place, driving the same car, doing all the same things after all of these years, while she's become a jet-setting millionaire who really is almost unrecognizable from where she came from. Neither can stand each other's lives, but they seem to enjoy each other's company for the time being, with both stuck in relationships that may 
or may not lead anywhere. And there's a maybe that develops between them, even though it seems their different lifestyles can never coexist without at least one of them giving in completely. Now we can see where this film is going, of course. I mean, one of the most common stories that's pushed forward in the world of romance, romantic comedies especially, is that the one that you're looking for may actually be hiding in plain sight. And that someone who can be your best friend is much more fulfilling than someone who is exciting and great in bed. When Harry Met Sally is perhaps the aptest example of the template that this film injects itself into, that's not going to surprise many fans of stand-up comedian Ali Wong. She stated several years before that she had a desire to make her own version of When Harry Met Sally, and that prompted a lot of fervor among her fans and industry professionals to see that that project actually gets made, and here it is. However, there's enough within Always Be My Maybe, which is co-written with writing by the two lead performers who are actually longtime friends in real life. They've known each other in comedy circles since the late 1990s. There's enough here to feel fresh and unique on its own because of what they inject into their own characters. In this case, it's really about two people who end up growing up in the same environment, having different outcomes. One lives a life that is completely foreign to anything that she had once known. She loses her ability to find contentment because of that. The other, meanwhile, clings so much to his life, to his neighborhood, to his friends, to his family, that it might actually be keeping him back on happiness just as well. Now, a lot of the humor and the illusions within Always Be My Maybe are predominantly West Coast. The music here that's being performed or alluded to, the hipster wardrobe for people on the West Coast. You know, they joke that they pay exorbitantly for clothes that look like they were just taken off of a homeless person. The ridiculous lengths that restaurants go to to give their customers the most unique experience possible. Each one of these restaurants tried to one-up each other to the point where you're hardly getting food anymore. A presentation is far more important than actually sating one's hunger. For example, there's a funny scene in which one restaurant gives you headphones so you can hear the recording of the actual cow that you're about to consume to give you time and the ability to contemplate the circle of life as you're consuming the beef on your plate. There are a lot of other funny little touches within the course of this movie that keep it very funny and very fresh. Now, Always Be My Maybe is... I would say funnier than it is a romantic film. I do think it does succeed at being romantic still because it gives us enjoyable and vulnerable characters that we end up coming to like enough to be content with them, perhaps finding a way to work it out by the end. There is also a genuine quality to the character touches that can only come from someone who's lived the life that the two leads find a connection to with Plenty of little details about music and movies and Asian American culture that they perceived growing up that propels some of the authenticity within this film. The movie's not completely realistic. I mean, the plot itself is not particularly original or plausible, especially in some of the wildly eccentric things that end up happening, and some of these characters are very idealized. However, I do think it still has an authentic voice underneath the obvious attempts at comedy. In addition to the two very endearing lead performances, I would say the supporting cast is also strong. Vivian Bang here, she's wearing dreadlocks. She's a real scene stealer as Marcus's eccentric, free-spirited girlfriend named Jenny. And just when you think she's the scene stealer of the film, make way 
An even bigger one comes with the appearance of Keanu Reeves. He's playing this very daffy, jerk-faced version of himself. He elevates the persona that has been created by his fans who somehow envision Keanu Reeves as this man of very deep thought mixed with macho bravado. In this film, Reeves plays up on that notion, but he's still a man, like many others, who becomes successful, caught up by his own celebrity, embracing the absurdness of the increasingly upscale lifestyles. Now, there's wit here, charisma. There are those few unexpected comedic turns here as well. I think Always Be My Maybe does successfully avoid sinking into the morass so many other rom-coms do, the tropes that we've seen all before. They're here, but thanks to a game cast and clever writing and some funny and very catchy original Bay Area style rap songs in the mix. I mean, there's even one, I think if you get to the end credits, it's worth sticking around through the beginning of the end credits to hear the lyrics to the completion because it ties in very much to the rest of the story and is a nice way to end this film. The fresh writing, the comedic performances are the keys to making this film work. Khan knows just enough to just let it happen, to film it, to try not to do too much as a director to distract from the performances that are delivering all of the goods in front of the camera. And perhaps due to Khan's experience, the film does feel like it was shot as a made-for-TV production. It doesn't really have that film quality to it, but given that it's made for Netflix on a modest budget, I do think that it's not entirely a bad thing that the film isn't really shot to look best for a big screen showing. It knows it's going to be playing on televisions across the country and world. And that's very unlike the fancy schmancy restaurants that are depicted within the film. I mean, this one's not trying to wow you with its presentation so much as it is trying to deliver a familiar and satisfying meal set in a comfortable setting. So for that, I'm going to give Always Be My Maybe three stars out of four. Three stars on my scale means that I do recommend it for people who like this kind of movie. If you're a rom-com fan, certainly you're probably going to find enough within this film to be entertained Certainly for those people who like representation, Asian American stories, there's obviously a lot of that here and certainly a lot of the jokes within this film target people who've grown up in Asian American families and in Asian American communities. So certainly there are people who will appreciate it on that level as well. So three stars out of four for Always Be My Maybe on Netflix now. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you have your own thoughts on Always Be My Maybe, you can go to my website, quipster.net, to get in touch with me and get the conversation going. That's at quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Until next time, thanks everyone for listening and please enjoy your time. Anytime you either get to go to the movies or you're watching a pretty good movie made for a streaming service at home. Best believe I punched Keanu Reeves and it was better than any scene you could see in Steve. I'm telling you for real, I punched Leo. He could duck bullets, but he couldn't duck me. me.